Hi, I'm the rumored ghost of a foot getting fucked up with Botanicus inside the EP adventure. Randy. Hi, I'm bum 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 Mel's. Hi, cuddle up with a hesitant skeleton. Me, Connie, the Wayne. Oh my gosh, and welcome to a surprisingly off-season Mistresses of Mayhem. Um, is it off-season? We got a lot of announcements this morning. Yeah, I was about to say, like, out of pure coincidence, okay, we planned the episode, like, today is doing it today. We planned this, like, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And out of nowhere, we get Dates. dates, we get number of houses, we get number of scare zones... And uh, just a, a wealth of, of useless and really not that exciting information. Yeah. <laughs> Tickets are on sale. <laughs> There's Ooh, 41 but, nights this year and they will but, add more. And everyone is talking about how tired everyone's going to be. You know what? They said the same thing last year. And you know what? Yeah, everyone was tired. But whatever. It's <laughs> unavoidable. It is. Stand up. It kind of is. I mean, the 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 fabled like week five everybody quits because their job won't give them any more time off thing is probably just gonna get a little bit worse yeah but you know it's higher more people maybe maybe they should lower this character age so that children can you just fuel it all with child labor i can't like- actually have a full stranger things house then oh Whoa. My- <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a little savage for so early in the episode oh, that was oh, delicious that was really know. good i feel satisfied Oh, thank you. Well, anyway, welcome to another episode of Mistresses of Mayhem. We're here. We're ready. There's uh, not a whole hell of a lot to talk about in terms of Halloween Horror Nights 29. That's the first time I've said that this year. But we have a really fun kind of game we're playing this episode, which we're really excited about. Yeah. But should we kind of barrel through the rumors and stuff just real quick before we get to that? Oh, for sure. Okay. Cool. Okay, so I have a couple of things written down um, for rumored things this year or, you know, kind of givens or things that are getting tossed around. So as announced this morning, we have 10 houses and five scare zones. Cool. Which uh, I was, exactly the same. It's the I same. Was so, I was so scared. It was going to be like 20 houses, 25 scare zones. <laughs> Do it. You have to go every night of the run to even go through any of them. Oh. Like, I, I, I was worried. Strong yeah. relate. Strong relate. <laughs> Um, uh, it's yeah. It, it, I personally never did all ten houses in one night last year, so um, I know a lot of people did, and a lot of people did even without express. But I can say personally, for the way that I like to do HHN, ten is too many. Yes, I mean, you say that, but I went. I don't. I think I went like twenty times last year, and only one night did I go through ten houses, and it wasn't even all ten houses. I went through Carnival twice instead of Blumhouse once. Well, so. that's you know what? That's very valid. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I did it. This, this is really off topic. I'm sorry, but for some reason, a couple days ago, I did a ranking of every haunt that I went to this past season, and that included like like the one up here in Pennsylvania that I did for Christmas, like everything, every haunt that I did. And Blumhouse ended up dead last. And I I felt sad, but like I couldn't think of one that I left feeling less excited about, you know? Like it wasn't like there was nothing inside of me that wanted to tell my friends, like, go to Blumbox. And (laughs) speaking of which, if we get Blumhouse for a third time, as is rumored, okay. So the first one is Blumhouse, right? Because the facade was a house. The next one is Blumbox because it was just a box. What is it gonna be next? Blum hexagon. Ooh, I mean, I like that, but it's got to be like a downgrade. That sounds like an upgrade. 
Yeah, you're right. Um, Blum Shack. <laughs> I like Blum Shack. I like Blum Shack. It's Blum Shack. Blum Shack. Oh no. That was so solid. I can't believe I did that. That was wonderful. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking like Blum, like plane, like single plane. <laughs> we got from a box. I like Blum point. It's just a single point on a grid. <laughs> it's just like a dot. <laughs> And then you just go in. That's going to be Blumhouse next year, everybody. It's going to be great. Yes. Okay. (laughs) We've already kind of knocked out Blumhouse. Um, Happy Death Day to you is opening next weekend. Wow. I'm Um, kind of excited about it. But I'm a a hoe for Groundhog Day scenarios, so. Honestly, this, and I feel like we've talked about this a little bit on the show before. I don't mind Happy Death Day. It's kind of fun. I have not watched it. Okay, but so, before you watch that one, if you're gonna watch um, a Groundhog Day, watch Russian Doll on Netflix. It is so fucking good. It's, it's been on my watch, like on my radar, ever since I first heard of it. And I love what's her name, the actress. I yes, I love her. Oh, so Lion. I don't know how she pronounces it. Whatever. No, From Orange is the New Black. I I love her. So yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely gonna watch that. But also gonna watch Happy Death Day at some point. Yeah, I it's. It's going for something, which I really appreciate. Like it feels like it's trying to be a genre movie instead of just like yeah. a kind of throwaway. I've heard I've heard mostly positives from it from the people whose opinions I trust more. There's like two camps of horror people for me. There's people who I believe their opinions and people who I just don't listen to at all because it's like everything they say is wrong. <laughs> and those are the people who are like hereditary made no sense and wasn't scary. So oh, yeah. I, if you think Hereditary wasn't scary and wasn't good, I'm not your friend anymore. That's my statement. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, like your kind. So, Blumhouse will probably include Happy Death Day. Um, how do you know what else is on Blumhouse's slate? But Ooh. I don't. I don't keep I up don't with know. Blumhouse lore. I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> lore. <laughs> the lore house. Ready for it. Ready for a really oh. dry uh, <laughs> narrate us through some weird stuff. Now that is my kink. <laughs> house. Get ready. A haunted house that is just lore. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Wasn't that just Carnival Graveyard? <laughs> I mean, I uh, yeah, I don't know. Is is. Us, the Jordan Peele movie, is that Blumhouse? Oh, uh, I don't think Get so. Get Out was, but I don't know if this one is. And even know. if it is, I have a hunch that it's probably going to be a little bit too cerebral for Horror Nights. Yeah, no, I'm not I, saying no. Horror Nights is dumb. I'm, I'm just saying like some horror movies don't translate. Yeah. Okay, but consider this: they have to make an opposite, mirror, creepier version of every single person who goes through the house, because that would be the shit that would be the amazing. end room is just mirrors of you it's gonna be a cast yes. of twenty thousand people per night that- <laughs> that we don't know what the fuck is going on in us yet so oh yes but i'm very yeah. excited about it yeah so yeah that's probably gonna happen that makes sense they seem to have a great working relationship and as far as recurring houses go I mean, number one, the Blum, both Blum houses have been big people eaters because they have big names that people recognize. And a lot of your just average one night guests, they want to see something familiar. Yeah. And so they gravitate towards that. And I can understand that. And um, 
it's a way to redistribute the crowds i don't know <laughs> i feel bad talking no. that way, but like it's it's not a terrible franchise to have over and over i would rather have the blumhouse compilations than standalone purge houses ten thousand percent yeah i don't have anything to disagree with that i was trying to make a joke but i feel like i don't know any blumhouses off the top of my head that would make good standalones um the no offense the conjuring I also, stand by Sinister being a solid choice bitch, for a house. What about Insidious? We done Well, Insidious, but that's the thing. They already done did it though. Well, yeah, yeah. I would have been I'm just saying, like they did they, it is possible, well, but Insidious is special. And also that was like three of that was three movies, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. never mind. It might have just been the first two. Maybe oh. it was the first two. That actually sounds right, yes. Wait, no, because that guy with the with the the breathing Lipstick? thing, the old man. No. Oh yeah. He's oh yeah. Because... So maybe it was Blummy Blummy, I mean Insidious too. <laughs> Can I just Whatever. nickname Blumhouse's Blummy? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> but you um, know, when we roll up next year to the Blumhouse sequel, we'll be we'll be singing Blum Shack now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Blum Shack, Blum Shack. I, this is, we've really ascended on that one. Yeah, that was, that might be the best thing I've said in like three weeks. Um, okay, so moving on. Stranger Things 2, pretty much a given. Yeah, very likely. <laughs> I don't want to spend a whole hell of a lot of time on it. I will say I'm looking more... I look forward more to the season two scenes than I did the ones that were in this year's. I have not seen season two yet. Me either. I intentionally didn't watch it before this year because I wanted to just go in knowing what I needed to know for that house. So I'm going to watch it and prep for this year. And um, for me personally, my opinion of the Stranger Things house actually drastically improved after Stranger Things Day. Because oh. um, it, it gave me the opportunity to marathon a house that was unmarathonable. True fact. Um, <laughs> in a span of about four hours, I did it five times, which sounds, you know, like, I mean, I was Absolutely waiting. Absolutely terrifying. That, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I got really great scares. Uh, more than I ever did going through it any other time. And the cast was on fire, which I also think was, you know, like a product of it being Stranger Things Day. And being a special event and all that. But yeah. And I finally got to see Steve. And tell him to please shove your bat up my pussy dad. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not tweeting that. Uh, no. But he, he would tell me that girls would say things like that to him all the time. And that oh, it no. made him really uncomfortable. So I was like, well, mm. no, you need mm. it one more time. Poor Steve. <laughs> Steve was fine. Trust me. Oh yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> So yeah, I don't like I said. I don't want to spend a heck of a lot of time. It's yeah, it's gonna happen. It's Stranger Things. It's gonna be pretty, and it's gonna be expensive, and it's gonna have a long line. Yes, um, have a long line. Those are the only two things that I think are really, really solid in terms of this year because they are they're repeats of things that are popular. Yeah. Um, right. So I have a couple smaller things, and again, I really want to get to our our next feature, and there's really Yay. not a lot to say. Um. I don't have the code names because I don't know. I just felt like they were so spoilery for this early in the year. So, yeah, I don't think it's even that interesting because I don't Orlando code names are not there to be deciphered. They're not. It's not a puzzle. It's not like Hollywood. The Orlando code names are are literally just working titles because yeah. it's faster to say ragtag than Carnival Graveyard Rust in Pieces, and that's why. That's it. So that's fair. Yeah. I mean, in a very roundabout way, you can sometimes figure it out. Like, Fireball being Stranger Things was obvious because they say the word Fireball at least three times in the first episode. 
but the first American Horror Story was called Checkmate, and that has almost nothing to do with American Horror Story. Not that yeah. I can think of. Yeah. And then you also had the alternative code name Kiwi. Which we which makes all sense because Kiwi sounds like Kiki and we're gonna have a Kiki. Let's have a Kiki. Lock the doors tight. Let's have a Kiki. Do you love me? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So here's a couple of things that people have been throwing around that we might see at Halloween Horror Nights 29. Um the first one, we've talked about this at length, and we're all pretty mixed on it, but it's Haunting of Hill House. And we're not mixed on the show. We're mixed on it being a haunted house at Fortnite. It's yeah. a great show. It's best fucking best thing I think Netflix has ever made. You say that, and I agree with you, but also, can we just put Russian Doll right next to it? Because that's a uh, fucking great. You have to watch it. I haven't it. watched it yet, but I will probably agree with you, and I'm not going to fight you on that at all, ooh. because it seems great. Uh, the, the soundtrack, you're going to love the soundtrack. I'm excited. At, at Mel's Dying, you're gonna love the soundtrack. Thank you so much. You've been added. <laughs> Thank you. I've been. I feel honored. Like get in my mentions. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think uh, I think Haunting of Hill House is aesthetically a great choice. Um, Content-wise, I have mixed feelings. Although I've I've definitely, if you follow me on Twitter at Mel's Dying, you've probably seen. That I've tweeted some very strong opinions on Hill House being at HHN. And as groomers have... Groomers. Wow, it's please kill groomers. me. As no, groomers have grown... Groomers. As rumors have grown... <laughs> get off my case. As rumors have grown... I've sort of made... I don't want to say soften. Because I still actively do not like the idea. But it doesn't make me as mad as it did, you know, like a month ago. It, Horror Nights has done equally as uncomfortable things, I guess. But none of them stick out as much as this one does. I don't know. Like, they've done a lot of dark subject matter, but this subject matter just seems really, like, personal, I guess. There's no way that this house is going to live up to the emotional impact a show has on you. Because that's not how haunts work. And that's yeah. Yeah, and, like, with Stranger Things, I like it, but I wouldn't say that it has any kind of deep impact or anything anything to say other than this is like a fun you know sci-fi adventure 80s inspired show but like i feel like hill house is out to be a little more meaningful than that and sort of strike a chord with people on certain topics and honestly, certain hard do topics that. like addiction and grief and yeah and it just like sort of makes me and like everything is so directly symbolic that the idea of like getting a scare from you know the tall man with the bowler hat like oh wow i'm getting scared by the symbol of this man's crippling heroin addiction i know <laughs> i would just be crying constantly yeah i would, I would be really <laughs> sad and like like imagine and this is so you know like i'm not trying to say the horror nights is super insensitive or something like that but i can guarantee you that if this is a haunted house they're gonna have mr smiley as a scare because um, he has one of the best jump scares in the whole show but he true. is also the direct visual symbolic representation of a little girl being sexually assaulted and i'm yeah. like maybe it picks something where the ghosts don't represent such horrible things because the no, only yeah. scary thing in the show are the ghosts and they all are meant to represent some terrible thing in these people's lives. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Which That's, is beautiful, by the way. It is, exactly. It, it's so a great... Ugh, I don't Can we know. Take... Those are just my feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a quick... I just opened up your YouTube. 
and uh, Graham Coleman said Blumsphere. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Okay, could you imagine an entire haunted house, but inside one of those plastic bubbles that you, like, <laughs> ride around inside of? Oh, I thought you meant, like, the kind that people play soccer in where their legs are out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Then, yeah. <laughs> that would be like, interesting. That would be very claustrophobic, actually. Like, I feel like you could do a lot with that. Oh, man. What if you had to roll through the haunted house in, like, a hamster ball? That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, we went from, like, discussing the seriousness of addiction and suicide to rolling in a big plastic sphere through haunted houses really fast. And that's our show. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. But yeah, uh, continue, Connie. I'm so sorry. I love Blumsphere. That's a great idea. Oh, yeah, that was... Um... Graham Coleman, and then Carnage DiCarlo at the beginning of the show, I suppose, says yay, it's time for my favorite Drag Race podcast. So (laughs) Maybe we'll get there. It's been a tough week for Drag Race. Uh, Yeah, it has. I normally don't agree. I normally don't agree with the robbed sentiment, but I kind of do now, even though I also agree with being a nervy bitch and doing this. It is charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. It's a nerve to do what we did. She is. And she's also like lip sync assassin at the moment. I yeah, no, I love time. Naomi. Me too. I have a hard time even being upset because what she did was so brave. It's the first, this is my, this is our drag race tangent and then we have to move on. Um, this is the first time anyone in the history of All Stars has actually done the cunty move. Yeah. Like, I, I, yes, you're completely right. Like, there's always been this fear like oh what if someone does the dirty thing and just eliminates their biggest competition and then nobody ever does it because they don't want to be that bitch but like now naomi is that bitch and i think that's kind of cool like the only comparable situation i begin to think of is detox eliminating Alyssa. yeah i but that's not even close though yeah no it's that's that's not even as close wasn't gonna win no Manila, no, I mean, Manila was going to win. And I'm, yeah. And I agree that she kind of phoned it in like a little bit the last two weeks, but oh my God. Still, overall, just next level. Okay, drag, drag race tangent drag over. Drag race tangent over. Um, Tony <laughs> Cart is my fave. Um, <laughs> brown cow stunning. Oh I mean, God. I wish she'd chill with the brown cow, but that's okay. Oh, but the song? That's a bop. Oh, the song is fun. Okay, the song so is on fun. Spotify, and I Here's love a it couple so other- much. Yeah, here's a couple other properties we're throwing out there. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, Connie, are there any other comments? Um, just one by Avion where she says, hiya. So I said hi back, but I said it really quietly because I don't like to interrupt up things. That's um, a he also, not a she. Oh, I'm so sorry. That it's is... okay. In our no. world, everyone should be a she. But we I have to just others. leave now. Leave. It's okay. Come back. But then he came back and he said, hello, beautiful peoples. What do you think about Killer Clowns from Outer Space being a 3D house, maybe? And I say, hell, I'm wearing wearing Killer Clowns shirt right now (laughs) in honor. That was literally the best segue because that was the next thing on my list. Um, Wow. Poifix. It's like like our notes are being spied on. Whoa. They're gonna eat me. Um, oh, and then they're gonna eat me too. Yeah, troll two haunted house. I'm in always, always, every day. I don't know how I feel about the clowns in a house. Me too. I, I want them in my house. Yes, right I can come to my house anytime. I will. That I could definitely agree with. I will love and care for them. 
but Aww. in a haunted house with ADA accessible walkways, not so oh, far. Yeah. I mean, I've been very like physically close with them on many occasions, um, especially Fatso, and I, I don't know, like it just wouldn't. I'm in the camp of people who believes that that scare zone succeeded not because everyone likes the movie killer clowns that much, but just because the interactions were really fun and memorable and very free. So I kind of feel like that would all be lost in a house, just like a trick or treat. And I like the trick or treat house, but I don't think it even holds a candle to the scare zone. And the things that I have the fondest memories of in the scare zone are not the fact that it's trick or treat. It was talking to them and, goofing around and watching them do things you know and i think it would be the same like i think a killer clown's house would probably be fun but the clowns don't have as much like physical comedy in the movie as they did in the zone yeah they were living they don't do anything in the movie (laughs) they walk from point a to point b and they're lucky to get there without bumping into things so i feel like a house like you would just you would lose a lot of that character that was in the in the zone but i would like i mean i like 3d houses and i like killer clowns i like the music i like the design i think it'd be colorful i think the spaceship would be the best part easily i i think i think we could make the killer clowns house work if we instead of centering it around the clowns we centered around the Three characters, Mike and Debbie, and whatever that guy is, is would they end up? Obviously, they're in a polyamorous relationship at the end of the movie. Obviously. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. yeah. So I think if we just if we made it, if we're gonna do Haunting of Hill House, it's already a drama drama year. Yeah. No more scares, just drama. Just okay. So we can have that. Perfect. We can have killer clowns, the the soap opera. Ooh, we could oh, have yeah. yeah. We could have just like the Kardashians, you Ooh, know. Could we have like Doctor Phil, but with killer clowns? Yes. <laughs> oh <my God. clears throat> Get into my mentions now. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. So yeah, killer clowns. I certainly would not be mad at it. I'm sure it would be a lot of fun. It would probably be a soundstage, in my opinion. Uh, for like storage reasons, they need yeah. AC too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That it, as well. It'd be a cold ass house. I hope so. Mm. I love a cold house, except <laughs> except when it was really cold outside and the poltergeist was cold and wet. That was I. Oh man, I felt really sad for everybody like those days. Okay, I can't even tell you how much of the poltergeist cast would keep like little hand warmers tucked into their pockets and they would like put them inside their masks just to try to keep warm in there. And Aww. I was like, baby. Well, I hope they know that everyone who went through that house always really appreciated that it was very cold, so. They better, because poor, what's her name, the mom, had no pants in a jersey. Dang. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold in there, too. I bet the big chickens were warm, though. Yeah. I love those chickens. I miss the big chickens. All right. Um, I got two more things to throw out. All righty. What? I said all righty. Okay, I thought you said, oh, Randy. I was like, oh, I, oh, I do. Randy. Oh, Randy. Um, so, the second one's kind of a hanger-on from last year that didn't get seen at the event, but it has still been, like, cropping up. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because Hollywood has left some clues that kind of lead to this one. Murdy published a whole Q&A that was like, we have a house that's going to be set in the snow this year, and we have an IP that we've wanted for a long time but we've never done before. Um, and a lot of people are saying, um, as they did last year, that it could be Hellraiser. I really like that theory. I love that movie. 
it I'm could be what the event- a loser, and I've never seen right. that movie. But my mom Ooh. said it's really good. Yeah, you're gonna love it, Connie. I know you will. I am going to watch it on a day where I feel like I have the emotional capacity to deal with body horror. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty. It's it's pretty gory, but also yeah. it is very like it, it's very obviously practical. They're bad. There's some of the best scene, but some of that body horror probably would have bothered me more before I was interested in special effects makeup. Special effects makeup, <clears throat> a lot of it kind of mellowed out for me, and I was like able to appreciate it for the artistry and not get uncomfortable. Yeah, I, but also I, I, just don't, <laughs> I don't think gore bothers me very. I think, I think if we're gonna do a house that's based on like cool special effects, we should do a Billie Eilish uh, house. Oh hell um, yeah! <laughs> uh, I I learned about her two days ago from Melody, and I now have all of her songs. Uh, uh, um, and I'm listening to them on just re- repeat right now. That's wow. why I'm not responding a lot because I'm just listening to Billie Eilish. That's literally <laughs> me. I've had Barry a friend on like that repeat for two days now since I told you about her, and I discovered her about three hours before I showed her to you. So, Oof. yes, Billie Eilish. She needs a haunted house. I'm ready. Honestly, whatever happened to doing music haunted houses? Because I feel like that idea is not a bad one inherently. No, I don't think it is I think either. It'd be great. I think, yeah, I think music is incredibly influential on what scares people, and there's so many like abstract horror visuals associated with so much different types of music. Yeah, that like I don't know. I think there's a lot of options. Billie Jean is not my son. Um. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> Wait, Billie Jean is not my son. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait. I really do have to leave now. I gotta go. I'm messed up today. <laughs> I gotta get the so fuck out. Billy Jean just became a gender-bending tale of horror. Yeah, and like possible <laughs> like incest. Like weird incest. <laughs> this is oh, bad boy. timing with that Michael Jackson documentary that just came out. <laughs> we better stop. No, even put cross today. I'm pulling the handbrake as I'm <laughs> talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> trying to talk. Okay, back to Hellraiser. Um, <sighs> I would love to see this come because I feel like I feel like we've mentioned this a lot in the past couple of years. Where's the gore, friends? Yes. Where's the blood squirting at us? We have been kind of dry of gore for twenty six was dry, twenty seven was dry, and twenty eight was kind of dry. I as far as, like, really gory stuff. 26, there was nada. There was, like, no gore that year. Well, and 25, you had body, body collectors, collectors, which is inherently pretty gory. And then- yes. And there were some pretty gory scenes in Jack Presents as well. Well, I mean, and you had the Carnage Returns and the Icon Scare Zones had a lot of things yeah. being pulled out of people. And, yeah. Um, so it was pretty know, good. The blood was flowing, for sure. 26 was like literally nothing it's it actually really, really funny to look back if you look through all those houses there is not a single scene of like intense gore unless you think maybe like the the cutting herself girl in um chance's house but that was 3d and so i don't i don't consider that kind of cartoony gore the same thing like it doesn't affect people the same way no i know it doesn't affect me enough no that would, well, that would have been such a fun yeah, role, I think though. Right. Yeah, I, I love me some controversy, and that was a really controversial role, and I think it would have been fun. I think that we should do now, bear with me, because I'm afraid that we're going to have to shut down this podcast just based on today's mistakes alone. Oh, but no. 
you know that um, I- I- Indian slash Hindu holiday where everyone wears white and they go out and throw colors and stuff? Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, what if there was a house where it's an upcharge? So it's an upcharge. Of course. You Probably get an upcharge experience. You get a white shirt. You have to change. You get a white shirt. And then they just squirt blood at you. All the blood is real. Not real oh. blood. That would be horrible. But you get to walk away with a, a souvenir blood shirt. What you are describing is Evil Dead the Musical. It is, yeah. <laughs> they do give you shirts, and they do squirt you in blood, and that's kind of like the whole premise, is that there's a huge blood zone for every show. Uh, shoot, get me, sign me up. Where that? Where it come from? Get me they in there. Did it, they did it during HHN in Orlando two years ago, and I was released during 27. I was really sad, because I, <clears> I just couldn't find a time to go. They did it on one Monday, and it was four. That was like the industry night, and I still wasn't able to go, because I was broke. So I didn't get to see it, and I was very sad, even though I knew a lot of people in it. That high school just did the Lizzie Borden musical, like finally. Ooh. And they they crushed it so hard. And they had a splash zone for when she chops up her parents and they had to go out into the audience with water guns. And- oh yes, yes. When I saw that psycho depeche mode musical, they did uh during the, the shower scene, they like squirted everyone with blood water in the dark. It was cool. But back to Hellraiser. Um, I yeah. guess I'm the only one who's seen it's okay. No, I love that was a really fun uh, sidebar. Um, I think I'm the only one here who's actually seen Hellraiser, and I can say pretty definitively, like it is, it is perfect. It is very, very well suited for a haunted house. It's got so many different characters that can be masks and makeup, and it's got gore and it's got jump scares. It's it just has all the pieces that you would need. Variety of location, iconic quotes. Give me some Jesus wept triggers. I'm ready. Like it's it would be great. I well, and very also, it well kind suited. of fits the the bill is like the throwback house. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's like it, it would be the throwback house for sure. And it's like the cult classic favorite that like finally gets its due. You know, yep. Exorcist, Shining, American Werewolf, etc. Poltergeist. Yes. That's clearly the thing now is to have like that one cool retro house that you would never expect to see as a haunted house. Yeah, and they've all been, I think almost all of those have been, like, fan favorites. Oh, yeah. At least. Agreed. Agreed. I think it's a good example of when IP works. Yeah. And it's, it's when you really pick the IPs that, that people really have fond memories of. Mm. Sure, yeah, I would agree. Because I, I think the success of a good IP house is, it's not even just in the translation. It's like, it does the tone, you know? Does the tone carry? And, does uh, the tone carry? I think for Hellraiser, it would perfectly. It's also, Hellraiser has, like, a little streak of, like, really dark comedy that I think would work well. There's, like, some really bizarre stuff that happens and you just kind of accept it. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Anything else? Um, the only other thing I have on here is Chucky. I don't, I don't know about that one. We just had it. Yeah, it was really popular last year and there is a wealth of new Chucky content in the works. True. I don't know if it'll happen this year, though. Yeah, I don't know. I just... Sorry, go ahead. Little, I was just going to say, it seems like, with because it was so soon, it might be another one of those that there's too much of it too close together. Yeah. People get yeah. burnt out. Yeah, I would be pretty burnt out if they did a Chucky and Killer Clown scare zone in 28 and then a Chucky and Killer Clown's house in 29. I, I would think that was too much. Well, I, like, I worry that Trick or Treat is going to go that way because I hear people saying, oh, we should get Trick or Treat back in the streets. Oh, I'm like, no, no, we should get a break. But, yes. Yeah, take a second. Breathe. Let let little Sam breathe. He's tired. <laughs> He's so tired. He's just a little boy. Um, <laughs> he just is. a little boy. 
Okay, so that's everything I had. Um, anything else you guys want to throw at the wall? Mm, no. <laughs> There's really not a lot at this point. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of blind speculating. And uh, I feel like most people don't enjoy listening to other people's blind speculating either. So Yeah, it's, it's not my fave. So yeah. with that, let's move on to the focal point of this episode. Um, we, we've been throwing around some ideas for off-season content because we really like recording and hanging out. Yeah, there. and we all miss each other. I know that's part so of much. it. I like you guys, and I miss Horror Nights, too, and this helps me feel a little closer to it. Yeah. I, I saw my mom today. She like oh. My mom comes to see me sometimes. Um, she likes me, I think, um, yeah. as a friend. Um <laughs> we were driving somewhere and she was like she's like you know what i was thinking about yesterday halloween horror nights isn't back yet and i was like oh you're the correct mom you chose i chose you good i got the right one you got a good mom adorable yeah um yeah we've been throwing around ideas for what to do in our off season (laughs) and um by the way I say this. We haven't even brought this up yet. We, of course, are not joined by Darcy tonight. Oh, yes. I know. Um, Poor Darcy is weird. We miss her chatter and her and- all things Carnival Graveyard. Yes. Um, and also, we miss her running our, our Twitter for tonight. because yes, yeah. but Connie is doing a great job in the meantime. Connie's yeah. doing a job. <laughs> I mean, I've been getting a lot great. of notifications, so I but think you're probably doing well. I haven't Thank been reading you. them, but that's, that's good. Yeah. Keep that. <laughs> All Keep- right. Perfect. Okay. So what we're about to do next, I don't really have a name for this game, but uh, okay. we're going to do, um, we decided to go and pick underrated houses from HHN's 20 through 25. And we pick one each and pitch a kind of requel like they've been doing with, um, like Ghost Town and things like that, where it's kind of a reboot and a sequel at the same time. The things that maybe didn't get their due in their year or maybe weren't done like we wanted them to be the first time. Or people just want to see it again. I think Dead Exposure is a great example of a requel because it uses yeah. the same basic idea, but it repackages it for a new group that was yeah. still pleasing to the old group. So sure, that was sort of, I guess, part of my mindset when I was working on this. Yeah. Oh, I was just trying New, to think of any idea. <laughs> I was trying to think of any idea <laughs> at all that had to do with anything that I read about these houses that I didn't go to any of them because I wasn't alive back then. I'm I'm actually only like four years old. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> oh wow, that explains why you shit yourself all the time. <laughs> and I'm not wearing pants right now. And we'll please someone chump change me. I'm very tired. Okay. <laughs> I would like <laughs> So our rule for this game. We actually don't really have a hell of a lot, but we did put this restriction on us because I know we talk about these houses as a group quite a bit. So we said you cannot talk about Nightingales, Blood and Guts, Dollhouse, or Body Collector. So we had to go dig deep. Yes. Mm. And I also think in general in the Horror Nights fandom, if you are in deep enough to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> and you're in you, deep you are. <laughs> you have already heard someone talk about how Body Collectors should come back or how Nightingales should come back. And the whole premise of this show is based on us really liking Dollhouse. And, yeah, so those are our... And, you know, Blood and Guts is just too much of a, of a kink daddy. We just can't even go there. We can't deal with the... It's kink. not fair. He just has so much, you know? <laughs> so much! <laughs> so much what? <laughs> Charisma! <laughs> Nerve. Nerve. Talent. <laughs> 
so much. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm so sorry. I know there are like real people who have played Blood and Guts. This out is like there. the most viewers we've ever had for a live recording ever. And we're just like laughing and about I'm talking about HR Blood and Guts deck. Okay. We just lost one when I said that, which is so fascinating. So, uh, oh, no, we're... oh my god, there goes a oh. one. Um but Graham Coleman said kink daddy, so someone's on with us. At least someone's Thank on you. Kinky train. Okay, so we're Thank gonna you. Gen 20. Oh wait, are we going in order like that? I was gonna go chronological by year, is that okay? Oh, I don't have mine organized that way. I thought it was just gonna be like whatever, like we just do. <sighs> Oh well, I didn't. Fine. I didn't pick one from each year. I have. Oh, I didn't either. I picked one for each year. I asked about oh. it earlier in the group chat. It was yeah, very confusing. And I think I said, well, you can't do that. That's that's six years, Randy. It's five. <laughs> twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. No, that's six. Well, if we did, if I, you I did twenty-one through twenty-five, anyway. So <laughs> whatever. I think oh. I think our main I don't think it really matters how we present it or what years we picked it from. I think our main parameter was to just talk about some houses that we don't often talk about and that in general we don't hear people talk about and to flex our creativity muscles. Okay, well let's get started then. <laughs> I don't know. Are we I don't do the assignment and I'm the one who makes the podcast? <laughs> no, it's I okay. Think we we just, talked we... about this when you weren't there, and then a whole bunch of other conversation happened in the chat, and I think it just got lost. Okay, yeah. that's been really busy for me lately, so yeah, don't worry. You you are you are a student. You are someone oh who's on the grind getting that bread. It is You're okay my... to make a mistake on uh, this absolute nonsense podcast. <laughs> is Randy my podcast mom? Yes. Oh, yes. Thanks, podcast mom. And I'm Thank the youngest you. person. Well, no, Darcy's younger than me. Thank you for oh, giving she's... me the birth. She's not here right now. Yes. I'm the youngest person today. Um, so let's get started. I, I will start with HHN. <coughs> um, so I did write a treatment for the orphanage, Cindy's house, but I was <clears> like, mm, that's pretty on the nose for me. So I have... That is very on brand. Yeah, it's very on brand. So I have two others. I have one for Hades. I like that. Oh, uh, and I have okay. one for the Wyandotte estate. For what? The Wyandotte estate? Yes. I mean, go um, in. I did both of those, but I don't. I don't think it matters. I think it I does. Think okay, I'm trying to do orphanage treatment because I really like it. Yes, do it. Go in. Yeah. Um. So, Cindy's great, and this is supposed <laughs> to be her getting her due at the event. Like she finally got. Her Mountain Dew? Right. Her Mountain Dew, yeah. Um, I mean, she's very caffeinated, I feel. Cindy's like a gamer, and she's like sitting at her computer, and she's like playing Overwatch. I was oh literally going to say, who does she main on Overwatch, you think? Imagine um, Cindy doing Fortnite dances. Oh my god. Oh, no, that's that's more like it's nobody's and business. she would. Imagine her standing next to the Caretaker stage in 25 and just flossing really fast. <laughs> Like, you know, do you know when kids floss and they don't even realize they're doing it? Yes. I yeah, went to the library. Do. Yes, I do. Yeah, that would be her. That would be so Cindy. Okay. Anyways, um, sorry. I know a lot of people who went through the orphanage felt like it was kind of underwhelming and they really hyped up like this live prior aspect that didn't really do a lot. Right. Um, so I, my take on it as a requel house is like, Cindy has like a child army uprising at this point. Oh, world. yeah. 
Yes. And so she's got a bunch of crazy, creepy kids that are just terrorizing adults. And um, this is kind of strange because we always talk about in haunted houses who is the aggression directed at, and this wouldn't yeah. make you that person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that necessarily means it. It won't work as a house. I just like the idea of like these, like kind of uh, vaguely Victorian-looking aesthetics, you know? Mm, yes, a so very like, like I can totally see what you're envisioning, like very grayscale, but mm-hmm. I imagine a lot of fire, a lot of fire right. effects. And I think we've come a lot farther in how we handle um, special effects and stuff. So I would be curious to see how we could do fire better. Oh, man. The way they did, like, the uh, the burning room in Halloween 2. That's what I was about to say. Halloween yes. burning room was pretty solid. So. That, that was, I mean, seeing it in person, it was incredible. And I'm very, like, I'm, I'm pretty skeptical on things like that. But it worked so well. And I would love to see, like, creepy little kids popping out of burning walls and like the kids are singed like yeah i love yeah. that and also if you've seen shelby denham's redesign of cindy where she's kind of a burnt yes uh, little child kind of yes. kind of in that thing that was very um that for me um and i also thought it would be fun because I, um the caretaker is obviously like cindy's dad and i would love to see her run like her own like kane family and like that image oh yes that parallel yeah. there and maybe they're eating people a little bit, <clears throat> roasting them over that roasty toasty fire. Um, so I think there's some fun to be had with that. And obviously, <coughs> I don't really like Cindy. I think she was one of the most popular people in the zone at 25. Yeah, yeah. she was definitely fan favorite. <clears throat> yeah, maniacal, maniacal child with a chainsaw is it, it? That's a winning formula. Yeah, it is. Um, so I would love to see her get. A good house. <laughs> yes, that's no. That's a, I think that's a great way to put it. I think there's probably a lot of m- missed opportunity, and uh, I think the past couple years, like really 26 onward, the originals have been uh, really 25 onward. The originals have been unbelievably on point. Yeah, like I cannot think of a truly bad original. Not counting maybe like Chance's House, which is sort of on the fence for a lot of people. Um, since since 25 uh even yeah. 24 maybe there 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 were some duds in the past so i would love to see them revisit some of those originals that people thought were a little bit disappointing well i, I agree else <laughs> going on because it was an anniversary year they're trying to do fear they brought back a couple other icons right moments so cindy who's like obviously like to the general public is the least popular in that lineup uh yeah didn't quite get what I think she deserves. Give Agreed. that bitch what she deserves. Yeah. So um, that's my take on the orphanage. I think it. I think it deserves another chance. I like that. Give it to me immediately. Who wants, who wants to go next? Uh, do you, is that a question for you? I, do you want to go oh, next? Yeah, that's true. I can go next. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, so I'm going to do my least interesting one first. Uh, because I'm I'm very proud of four of my five, and then this one is just sort of like a personal little cop out. Um, so I chose Dead End from uh, 2012, HHN 22. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's it, it, basically it's a spooky haunted house. I don't know how else to describe it. Big pretty mansion, spooky ghosts. Um, I had a couple friends describe a lot of the rooms to me, and it was really cool sounding. My idea is a, a haunting of Hill House inspired sequel to dead end 
because I absolutely love the visuals of Hill House. <clears throat> I like the aesthetics of the house itself. I love the statues. I love all that kind of stuff. But I think the subject matter is a little dark for Horror Nights. So I would like to see them, to put it nicely, steal the aesthetic, apply it to a different story, and make it an original house. Yeah. Right, so that's kind of my idea. So, like, you know, <clears throat> bent neck ladies, hanging corpses, 1920s ghosts, moving statues, bending walls, rooms that repeat over and over. But in that sort of dark, I don't know, the, the color palette and the style of Haunting of Hill House. So... That would be hella cool. Yeah. Dead end is like such a big question mark because I also wrote a dead end treatment. Mm -hmm. And it's like when I was doing my research, I was they were like, there's all these urban legends about this house. Guess what? They're worse than you thought. That's it. Yeah. That's that's I mean, I actually have the I have the story written out here. It's in my notes. I don't know why I copied and pasted this one, but not the others. A house was built in the 1890s by Catherine and Victor Hartford. Their life was mundane until their death in the 1950s. In the 1980s, a group of kids believed the house was haunted because of its decrepit and eerie appearance and snuck into the mansion and tell stories about strange things that happened in that old house. Each of the ghosts haunting the house are the manifestations of the stories that the kids that kids told becoming real. Mm-hmm. So, um, Which is not a bad idea inherently. No. Like, have fun. It's a pretty, it's a pretty open-ended concept, um, and really, you could just use the name and slap it on another house that's just like a spooky haunted house full of ghosts, and you know, boom, ghosts, ghosts. Yeah, yeah. So. I actually had a really similar like concept for the Wyandotte estate because it's kind of just a traditional like, there's a bunch of ghosts in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Even though and- the backstory is super elaborate, it yeah. is very cool. Well, and why not to say it also had, like, the paranormal, like, ghost hunting mm-hmm. um, aspect, too, which is kind of fun, because that's actually really popular again right now. It is. But then there's also Paranormal Inc. at Knots, and uh, we can't compete. We can't. No, not with the format of 1810, which is no. fine. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that, um, was my, that was my most boring one. Yeah. I also tried to give Dead End something more to play with and just couldn't figure it out for that one i I want that back very specifically but because i don't have like really solid video of what it was i got some good descriptions from my friends which are on snapchat and if i open snapchat it'll close this app but Mm -hmm. um i mean it all it all just sounded like a really really well executed spooky ghost mansion which is what haunting of hell house is aesthetically so yeah for my dead end i wrote it'd be cool if it was like a victorian house and like you kind of get an upstairs downstairs narrative where like ooh, every ooh. person has met an interesting end. So you get like the servants and like the family. Well, and we like, could just go full Downton Abbey. Ooh. That would be awesome. Yeah, no, give me the Downton Abbey haunted house. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Are you, yeah. you is got? it my turn? Yes. Okay. Fine. So. I did. Well, I'm also doing it chronologically. So I have, but I have two 801020s because I have a hard time making brain work good. Um, Perfect. I say that. And then I also went really hardcore IB and I just have like two paragraphs for each house. So I'm going <laughs> to try like and shorten that a little bit. No, do you do you go. Yeah. Okay. So my first house was Hades Gate of Ruin, which in case you, <laughs> if you're listening, you probably know this, but I didn't. So <laughs> I wrote it down. Um, hey, you never know whose mom is listening. That's yeah. it's my mom. She's listening. Aww, hi, hi, mom. Yeah. 
Um, uh, so this house from 1820, I wrote down, took guests to a crumbling temple and through the gates of hell, leading them to face the Cyclops, Hades, Medusa, and to watch Pandora's box. He opened, um, unle unleashing like the shitty shit on the world. Right. Yeah. So my requel is it's, it's not really a direct sequel. It's like, it, it, it works with the aftermath of that. I'm calling it Hades colon apocalypse. You're one of the last survivors of the destruction wrought by Hades. When he opened Pandora's box, you hope to find the box and shove grief, misery, havoc, starvation, and doom back into it before you and the last of humanity fall victim as well. On your way, you are attacked by the Minotaur, caught in Cherbdus's storm, hashtag rain, taunted <laughs> on every side by sirens and harpies, and come face to face with Cerberus before facing down Hades himself and Pandora's box, which you find broken and unfixable, hashtag suckers. <laughs> Connie, that sounds <laughs> bitching. That was great. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, uh, I'm ready. All right, I'll, I'll just call up Mike Aiello real quick. Hey. Oh, I feel like we have like a kind of, I feel like there's kind of this vein of like mythology horror that doesn't really get mined at HHN. Please yes. give me mythology. Please, please, please. It's kind of flirted with it, but it went a couple other ways too. Yeah. There's so a lot and, of, there's Hades a lot of historical, historical horror that is ignored at HHN. Yeah. And Hades was so long ago and I feel like the budget has gone up for the event so much oh, that yeah. like the special effects would be so cool and we've come so far in like our usage of puppets and stuff like that yes it would be so fun <laughs> i want a big cerebrous how or a puppet i want a big i want dog give me I dog do big dog head dog. <laughs> no that is the perfect treatment for that house i love yeah it. That was wonderful. That that's a great idea. Love I also it. just love yeah. the like hardcore. Like you can't fucking fit it back in the box, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that too. I love I love a grim ending. Yeah. What well, I'm here to destroy hope. Where you are the one being, uh, like it's you are the trespasser. You know, like you are right. the one. I think almost all my houses have that in it because I. That's me. I want. I want my entrance into any house to be part of the story because you know what I'm here for? I'm here for escapism, goddammit. Yep. That's the facts. That I actually had a really very, hard time. That is very Connie brand. <laughs> I had a really hard time writing treatments where, like, it was the people going through the house that were, like, the victims, so to speak, you know? Right. <laughs> it was hard for me. I was like, wow, they really, it takes so much thought to make that work so well. I agree. It does. It does. Um, but that—that's also sort of my preferred style, at least for originals. It doesn't really work that way for IPs ever. Um, but I mean, there are exceptions. You know, Scary Tales was pretty was pretty passive, and that was a great house. Yeah. Um, they weren't really directly attacking you. I mean, I guess they kind of were, but it was vague. Yeah, no, I get that. All right, round two. Are we all ready? Yes. Yeet. All right. So next up, if we're going chronological, and it's okay for not. Um. It's 21, which was just, like, a fucking wealth of things. And, like, two or, two of them are ones we can't even talk about because we talk about them all the time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> were both 21. The forbidden bee man. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is the ultimate um, forbidden snack. <laughs> <laughs> so forbidden today, anyway. So I have a couple for... Um, 
21. And I actually kind of managed to merge two of them. So I was super into Winter's Night. Yes, do it. Good choice. I wanted to do that one, but I couldn't come up with anything. So I'm glad you did. I well, also tried to do that one. I couldn't come up with anything. We're about to make it a stretch. So bear with me. <laughs> Get in there. I need to stretch. My back hurts. I'm really bad about that. Um, So this is one of the most underrated houses in an all-star lineup of a year. Yep. Agreed. It's so gorgeous. The design was so intricate. It had a really, like, a lot of different ways of, like, scaring people. Like, there were some really awesome techniques they used in this house. Um, A lot of, like, forced perspective and, like, kind of, like, peepholes into scenery and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... And I heard a lot of positive things about it. And of course, it's another cold house, which we all really enjoy. Yes. Give us cold. Give me ice. HHN does winter in a way that I have not seen winter done other places. For sure. They have a gift for that type of scenic. Like, I don't know what it is, but they really And this is do literally that. just winter porn. Like, it's yeah, so it, That literally was the house. Yeah. Um, and I really love, like, a classic graveyard. The story behind Winter's Night was super fun. The lantern, um, you know, the old caretakery cottage. Yeah. It was so beautiful. So um, I think you would need to change it up, like, a little bit. And, you know, you don't want just a carbon copy. So I was like, well, what if it's, like, an ice storm and it's not just snowy, it's frozen? Ooh. Or I what like if it. it's during, like, a thunderstorm. But then I recently saw a video of a snowstorm at sea. Ooh. Give me ocean. It brings us into... Winter's Night crossing over with The Forsaken. Oh, oh hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Get your asses in gear. Check this out. This is a stretch, but I'm kind of proud of it. No, I love it already. So I saw this video of like kind of like a like a freighter in the middle of a snowstorm in the middle of the ocean. And it was very scary, honestly. Like there was like, you know, there was no end to the snow. It was very dark, but it had like that kind of purple glow that you get when it's snowy outside. Ooh, yeah. Um, And so let's say, like, a ship goes down in a snowstorm, like, 200 years ago. Okay. In the middle of the ocean. And then you're on a boat, and you're crossing through it, and... I'm on a boat, motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. And the snow is falling at sea again, and the vengeful ghosts are looking to take down another vessel. So you're on a sinking boat. Hell yes! Snowstorm with scary winter ghosts. Um, Love. In in the snow. Love. I love that. I think that's, no, I think, I mean, I think I that was, was a very bit of a stretch because it kind of very, sacrifices a lot of the original aesthetic of Winter's Night, but it's also super fun. I mean, I'm yes. also a bitch for ocean. Yeah. So. Agreed. I know. I think, I think that's the right amount of reaching because that, it's also a reach to cross over body collectors and um, psychotherapy, which take place in vastly different time periods. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I know. I think I think that's great. That's a great idea. Thanks. I was really proud of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah and you... I, it's I've never seen anything like that either. The closest I've ever seen that's even in the same ballpark is <laughs> at Thirteenth Floor in Jacksonville, Florida. <clears throat> they have the facade of Dead Waters recreated down to the mirrors on the floor to represent the water. I mean, it is literally down to the tiniest detail to the point that you're like copyright claim. Um. But it's really cool. And for their Christmas haunt, it was snowing very heavily in that room. I'm talking there was snow past my ankle, like, that I was trudging through. Ooh, that would be the dream. It was amazing. And, like, I want you to just imagine the Dead Waters facade, but in a blizzard. 
and it was it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Like me and That's my so friends cool. were literally screaming. We're like, "This is amazing!" Like it was embarrassing. We were so That's excited. So, awesome. so I feel like that is sort of like that was such a striking aesthetic, and not just because I miss Dead Waters and it was funny to see it recreated, but like that's cool like like boats water and snow They're yeah all well I imagine like my favorite I love like the the scuba suit the old-timey and imagine oh, like yes, icy scuba suit. <clears throat> I can't yes. really think of like dead man's wharf sort of with all yeah that. throw in a little dead man's wharf and we'll have yeah. a party I love I... those fishermen yes get them in here they yes. deserve it all right so that's my 21 Melody, you up? so mine are not in order um, I'll do not in order like yours. Uh, so next I'm going to do okay. Uh, this one's from 25. Uh, Asylum in Wonderland, which uh, I'm surprised we didn't ban this one because I love this house and I know I talk about it a lot. Um, not as much as the other ones. Yeah, probably is true. Um, but anyways, so my idea is uh not necessarily a sequel to Asylum in Wonderland, but I want another ultraviolet comics house. Uh, which of course we've had a lot of so this is ultraviolet comics over the rainbow get off my dick i know we just had scary tales i don't care (laughs) um uh enter ultraviolet comics newest psychedelic edition and follow dorothy on a nightmare quest to the emerald city it's not magic bubbles and colorful horses here Oz is a lawless land, overrun with bloodthirsty munchkins, carnivorous trees, and murderous inhabitants looking for fresh meat. Can you face the blood-soaked yellow brick road to find your way home? Pigeon! I can, and I will, and I'll get in there right now. Okay, wow. See, this is what, earlier in the speculation year last year, this is what we thought this year's Yes, yeah, that's where I stole the title from, because I thought that was a great (laughs) title for a haunted house. I don't even care. Um, it, yeah, I, I don't know. I would love, I, I was so excited for the idea of a standalone Wizard of Oz house that I was kind of disappointed when it became Scary Tales because I wanted just Wizard of Oz. Um, but I think that just doing straight up Wizard of Oz visually would look too much like doing Scary Tales again. Um, and I would love to see it in the 3D. I, I really liked using 3D for Asylum in Wonderland, specifically mm-hmm. with the whole Ultraviolet Comics concept because it gives you a lot of wiggle room for a lot of whimsy and very like over the top caricaturized characters um and yeah i would i would love to see them play with more than just the witch i didn't even mention the witch in my description because i think because she was kind of the star of scary tales it would be cool to focus on everything else you know for sure and honestly pretty small part of the book like wizard of oz is such a rich vein of horror like, exactly. there's so fucked up things in there. Especially Return, the book. Has, have you guys seen the movie Return to Oz? Yes. I, yes. I, I loved that movie growing up. We had it on a recorded VHS from a sample preview we had from HBO. And I would watch it over and over. And oh, it's, really, it it's really spooky. And I could totally see something like the Wheelers in 3D yes. using stilts. You know? All, like those, there's, all the heads? All, all the of heads. her heads? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 prime. I think that would be very visually appealing. Because, um, you've got lots of colors too. You know, the the basis of a three D house is, you know, green and red. Basically, green mm-hmm. recesses and red comes forward, and that's where your three D comes from. And in the Emerald City, you would have so much opportunity to play with depth and oh, really fuck sure. with and depth perception. Not 
and you could have you know you could use the the uh, vortex tunnel as the tornado to get you there like there's there's options there's options so i would really like to see a a deeper dive in wizard of oz also wizard of oz is public domain so they can it is yeah that would be so fun like and i think it would be a good usage of the 3d like it wouldn't feel like just like kind of slapped on or whatever Mm -hmm. right that's yeah i agree material this is a a really really side note but i was just thinking about lions because of the wizard of oz Mm -hmm. and are are we ever gonna have a a narnia haunted house oh we did it was at hollywood studios (laughs) yeah we really did shit c.s lewis would shit in his grave (laughs) (laughs) why are you using my persona like this Uh, (laughs) this is not what i wanted for my jesus lion (laughs) no but i honestly like aslan getting crucified in the movie as a child my mom covered my eyes in the theater i wanted to see it and she literally like did the thing where she put her hands over my eyeballs I was just very sad. That was a lot. Uh, of yeah, okay. I was pretty young, even though I'd read the book, which is why I feel like an idiot because, like, I, I should have remembered. But till this book is just so scary. It is, yeah. yeah. And the way it's filmed is really scary. Anyways, off off from Narnia. A Narnia haunted house would be awesome, but I think it just links right back to our overall fetish for cold aesthetics. Yes, God, and you're old so right. Houses. Yes, and okay. Victorian children. Victorian. I love Victorian children. (laughs) Connie. This is going to be a problem. Connie, what's your round two? (laughs) Okay, for my round two, I I did Legendary Truth, the Wyandotte Estate, which I think is is fun. I like old, I I like fucking haunted houses, y'all. Um, and I Don't like the haunted houses. I like <laughs> get me in there. I like the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I gotta go. I like that Malcolm <laughs> Malcolm Wyandotte killed his wife himself and 13 other people, not in that <laughs> order, but 13 other people because of the stock market crash. Like, give me some realism in there too. Um interesting actually. But- I <laughs> So, okay, but the thing, I was like, okay, let's let's get away from that a little bit. Haunted houses are cool, but when you, like, boil haunted houses down to their, like, spones, they're all the same, they're right? Bones. <laughs> they're bones? I said bones, maybe, but... It sounded like spones. <laughs> uh, I'll also take spones. Like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> boil it down to their spoons. Um, they're all the same. So it's like, okay, what's the other element of this house? It's the spirit seekers that offshoot of legendary truth. So what if one day the spirit seekers, the people who came in to investigate the Wyandotte estate's hauntings, they themselves, they bring in all of these machines. I call them beepers. Um, EMF meters and mm-hmm. beepers. Love it. Because I'm an old lady. And I don't know words. They're investigating a haunted house. But what if the spirits take the machines that the investigators brought in and start using them against them? <gasps> so we have machines gone cray attacking Ooh. people, attacking Possessed the machines. Possess go- ghosts possessing machines. I want blenders up in the air. I want. <laughs> so you want a house with no actors? Haunting machines. 
<laughs> you guys, this is the brave little toaster haunted house. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm renaming okay. it. The, I was called the Spirit Seekers, but I'm renaming it the Brave Little Toaster Haunted House. <laughs> I love that so much, though, because I also like a, a classic, you know, there's just a bunch of fucking ghosts in here. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, that's oh. part of what appealed to me about Hill House is that that was like the, you know, obviously went a lot deeper than that, but that was sort of the main idea. Yeah, there's just a bunch of ghosts in here, you know? Like, yeah, like, what do we do? <laughs> Nothing. They're just here. You deal with it. Yeah. And, uh, well, it also gives you, like, variety. Because it's kind of like, you know, not to not to go to the park down the street, but it's kind of like Haunted Mansion where you get a bunch of different kind of ghost personalities. Yeah. But they're also kind of cohesive. Yeah. That's, like, fun. Connie, yeah. would there be a killer dishwasher? <laughs> there was not only be a co- killer dishwasher, but there's also going to be an old-ass video displayer. Ooh, and I'm talking yeah. like pre VHS. I'm talking <laughs> big ass record size video displayer, oh, and it's gonna it. come alive and it's gonna be playing. What the fuck's that movie? You know the 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 with the jets and the. Mm-hmm. Story. <laughs> yeah, that's that story. Thank you. Ghost gang fight, but they're possessing machines. So going at each other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I certainly have to admit, I think this is going to win the um, off-the-wall award. Yeah, we should give awards for this at the end of the night, like on the Twitter. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Like, we should make up categories for like our favorite ones that we've said tonight and then put them on our, our Twitter. <laughs> okay. Now, imagine planning your segment in the middle of the segment. <laughs> I love it. That's literally all I do all day. Okay. So, let's move on to round three. All right. So, for me, this is HHN22, um, which had some fun concepts. We've already covered Dead End, so I'll... Is that the... Oh, my God, that's the only one I had for 22. Wow. So, I already blew my wad on Dead End. Oh, no, you good. <laughs> um, so, a couple years ago, we had Fallen. Which was supposed to be Angels versus Demons. Mm-hmm. And it didn't quite get there because they pulled the angels out of the last minute. Right. For whatever reason. I don't even pretend to know why. Well, we all know why. Because Just God said, I don't like how I look at this picture. Was offended. That's, <laughs> that's right. Both of those answers were gold and they both happened at the same time. So, you have Gothic, which actually remains one of my favorite originals of all time. Um, The concept of which was, there's this, uh, it's another, you are the story. Um, This cathedral is undergoing renovation, and the gargoyles are trying to protect it from you, um, which is, like, so fun. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, instead of angels versus demons, I vote gargoyles versus demons because gargoyles are good guys yeah love that and also it lets everybody be scary yes like everybody can give you a a good little a good little fright i'm sorry are you are you saying that you you don't think that gargoyles are sexy uh how listen did i say sexy or did i say scary no, you're right. You're right. That was my mistake. No, you're good. Almost anything that is scary is also inherently sexy, at least to me. 
No, that's <laughs> proven facts. Tea. That's the beans. Um, <laughs> that's the beans. Listen, we say spill the beans. We say spill the tea. So now we just say, oh, tea, when someone says the tea. So why don't we just say, that's the beans. <laughs> that's that's, that's the beans. beans. I've been saying it. I've been getting it happening around my campus. That's the beans, guys. So anyway. Girl, I got some, I got some beans for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch, I have the beans. Oh, bitch, I have the beans. Um, so, yeah, I would love this because... Um, you know, I loved the angels versus demons concept, but I think the angels were the part that was the hangup. And I don't yeah. think angels, unless you go like biblical Hellboy two angels, which if you do, let me know when I will be there for yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> but the concept that I think they had for the fallen was the kind of uh, what's the right word that's not angelic. Uh, you know, the angels that are very typically like heroic. Scary. Yeah, heroic angels. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I would love to have a literal demon onslaught at this cathedral and the gargoyles are kicking ass. Yeah. And the gargoyles are protecting it for selfish reasons because they like the cathedral, not because they care about God. Sure. Big mood. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying that in like a, like that would be the plot, not so they wouldn't have to interject any religious aspect to it. Oh yeah. That would be tedious. Their motivation could very easily be that they are, they like, the cathedral, so it's like a portal to hell, but they want to protect it because this is my house. This is my house. <laughs> this is my home. I like it here. <laughs> um, welcome, MTV Cribs. <laughs> and like, I don't know how anyone could even get like religious commentary from a haunted house. I'm too busy like shitting my pants. It's fine. Wait, are you saying you haven't been to the haunted house? Uh, the devil is good. <laughs> I mean, but there are really haunted houses. Hell houses are a thing. I'm sure That's they are. <laughs> there are lots of churches, especially in the Deep South, that build haunted houses, market themselves as haunted houses, and then what it really is is a walkthrough experience that'll show, like, people drinking and then getting into a horrible car accident, or, like, a, a girl getting an abortion and then bleeding out and dying, and it's, like, a, like a religious what? thing, but they I mean, market like it that's... like it's a haunted house. That's There's just an example of why we need health care. <laughs> just an ad for Obamacare. It's an ad for Obamacare? You're right. Um, <laughs> I'm from Alabama, and I've never heard of that. But when Connie said the thing, this billboard that everyone knows if you're driving um, south in Alabama, and it's got a little like, cartoon devil on it, it says, go to church or the devil will get you. And it's Ugh. my favorite billboard ever. I think it's my profile picture on a couple of different websites. Ugh. Like, it just makes me amazed. I will post a picture um, of it later. And um, an American Horror Story fan in Cult, in the season of Cults, they go to a hell house. There is one where there's that preacher and it's all neon and weird. What that starts out mm. as is a hell house. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There are there are religiously oriented haunted houses, in fact, and they're weird. Oh. And it's upsetting because they market themselves like, oh, this is a fun and spooky haunted house. And then they have like a severe religious and political doctrine to teach inside. Yeah, not a fan of that. No, not at all. Uh, almost nobody is. Uh, even even people who are religious. I am religious. Condemn, about yeah, about, yeah. Most most very religious people will condemn that behavior because it's just it, you're just going to alienate your audience. Yeah, that's that's really fucking dumb. Um. So yeah, that's my gothic take. Um, love it. Thanks. I I love I love that religious imagery shit. I do um, hard agree. Yes. So I think it would be really fun to play with that in in a fun way. That I feel like everybody could kind of get on board with. 
Yes. I love it. Awesome. All righty. I will go now. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the next house I chose was Urban Legends La Llorona, which is a pretty well-known house. Um, Hell yeah. Hollywood. It was in Orlando. Uh, I think it was pretty well-liked. I, I, I mean, I say underrated in the sense that I, I don't hear people bring it up a lot. But when it is brought mm-hmm. up, I rarely hear anything negative. Most people seem to really appreciate it. It just kind of came in a weird year. 23 was a weird year. Sure was. Um, so it was actually kind of hard to pick a house from this year. But this was the one that stuck out to me. And um, if I the concept, it's about the an urban legend from Mexico um, about a woman who killed her children. And uh, I am not interested necessarily in continuing the story of La Llorona, but just the urban legends series, which it never really was a series. But because there was a colon in that title, I <laughs> want it to be. Yeah, they really so, never did do anything else with that. And it is very disappointing. No. Yes, it's very sad. Um, but I would like to see Urban Legends, the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, so let's see. For decades, the disappearances in this mysterious geometric space were deemed coincidences. But a group of urban explorers are determined to prove otherwise. They have discovered a tiny uncharted island right in the center of the triangle and decide to investigate. What they find is more horrifying than they could have imagined. A tribe of half-living, half-dead cannibals all survivors oh. from the crashes and wrecks that have happened in that area. Imagine Gilligan's Island meets Lord of the Flies meets Return of the Living Dead. Sounds Hell yeah. yeah. Sort of my idea is like that it was started out okay and that there's like tree houses and infrastructure sort of Swiss Family Robinson style. But as time went on, you know, this is clearly some kind of cursed place and they just morphed into something unimaginably disgusting and they eat each other and are fighting and they're not even really human. So I also really love that that could incapacitate um, different time periods. Yes, uh, that was another thing. I, I, that's actually here in my notes. Um, that you, could have, you could have like people who were in 1920s outfits and people who were in 80s outfits and they're all just they're fighting each other and they're there to kill you because you're fresh meat and they've been fighting each other for so long. Um, so yeah, I'm thinking kind of campy, um, constant warfare among the tribes. You got your tree houses and your huts and that kind of thing. So yeah, cannibalism. Yes, cannibalism is great. And tropics. I, I'm a big fan of the tropics. So I, I could even imagine like, um, you know, like almost like a zombie like parrot or like zombie animals that are on the island too. Like everything that's there becomes cursed like this that's alive. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my idea. It's, I know it's a little on the vague side, but I just think it would no, be, I, I think of the different urban legends, I think it'd be really obvious to go for something like Sasquatch, you know? Yeah. Um, it's a, so it's I, off the beaten trail for that, which I really like. Yes. Um, I think it'd be different. So, yeah. I'm down. I like triangles. I mean, I like that one in particular. Blum triangle. Blum. Oh, shit. You love a callback. Connie. <laughs> triangle blum. Triangle blum. Triangle blum. Doing the thing. Triangle blum cat. Blum cat. <laughs> It doesn't rhyme well anymore. I tried. I'm so sorry, John and John. Listen, I was just going in on the syllables. I wasn't even thinking about the rhyme. You're right. Uh, it's okay. They, they'll forgive me. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay, I also did the Forsaken because your girl loves a boat. You love a boat? Um, girl does love a boat. <laughs> so, I okay. So, I'm going to give a little recap because, again, I have just fucking paragraphs. The Forsaken was originally about the fact that Columbus, the fact, the 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 fiction, the fact, it might have been real. 
<laughs> the real life IRL fact that Columbus originally Did had you know four that ships. Ben is a series of living documentaries. <laughs> it's all real. <laughs> I, for one, cannot wait for the Ted Bundy house. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't ever. Admit. So, okay. Okay, four ships. Um, uh, one of them was the Filippo Monez, uh, captained by Antonio Cabot. Cabot? It's Spanish. Um, but then he went and got wrecked by Lady Luck, and they oh, mutinied, so. and this entire ship went down, and Columbus was like, hey, everyone who knew this happened, don't talk about it. Fuck you. <laughs> so then a hundred years later, their ship that was in the bottom of the ocean washed ashore, and these glowing green boys just fucking took the took over this Spanish fort and just m- massacred some some good good people. Damn. So this is actually almost a direct sequel to that. It's called, this is my requel, by the way, it's called, now bear with me here, (laughs) The Forsaken 2 Electric Boat (laughs) Aloo. This episode is a failure. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay. A recent, this is a paragraph I wrote, please hire me as a writer. A recent excursion in the Atlantic came across what is believed to be a wrecked ship circa 1500. The name across the bow is Filippo Monez, a name that comes with more rumors than records. Rumor says the Filippo Monez was a fourth ship in Columbus's entourage that was mysteriously destroyed long before reaching the New World. Another rumor has the ship coming back to haunt a Spanish fort in 1592. After that, rumors dwindle. What we do have are facts. A record bearing the name Felipe Monez was discovered, and an investigation team was sent down to see what they could find. You are part of that team, walking through the air pockets in an underwater wreckage. Good fucking luck. <laughs> I can't wait for that to be on the map. Yep. <laughs> love it. Thank you. I love a fucking boat. <laughs> yes. I-, I will never forget asking you what your favorite house was for 27 and you talking about just, like, the facade of Deadwaters for, like, 35 minutes. And how specifically it was the feeling of being in danger without being in danger from urban exploring and the evil boats. Guys, I love them. Get me in there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. No, I like that. And I like, I mean, like, at this point, Forsaken was, I don't want to say long enough ago, because it was only a couple years, but in a couple more years, I think it would be long enough ago that a, a sequel that direct would not be unwelcome because the majority of people would not have seen it before. Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like the entire original series, because I watched some YouTube videos because I love research as an XIB student. Um, <laughs> uh, Wish I picked up that trait. So much. Well, here, I'm. Uh, so. <laughs> So much of that house was based in the fort. Like, none of it was on the boat. It was just, like, creepy, gross, Ooh. underwater, rotten zombie sailors. Um, hashtag, go into a fort and kill people. Now, now, in this one that I wrote that I'm obviously going to make, it would start off with you going into a submarine and then coming out of the submarine underwater. Oh. So we could have portholes full of fish and underwater scenes that are like LED or like projections. We could have some good swampy smell. We could actually have to swim from a point to another point, and I'm down I for love it. That. Yes, love that. Life jackets required to go into this haunted house. <laughs> actually, filled it at Volcano Bay. 
<laughs> yeah, We're okay. Back to the zombies waiting at Volcano Bay. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. Fantastic. Forsaken just is the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, agree. It is. It's two good concepts. <laughs> All right. Round whatever this is. Round four? four? Sure. I'm trying to keep it speeding along. We're, we've been running for a bit, so we'll see what we can do here. We're running for president. Of course. Um, so next up chronologically would be HHN 23, which only had three non-IP houses. And I... they were choices. They were choices. Yep. Here we are. So I have uh, some really short ones. Um, I have Penn and Teller for this year. Was that this year? Uh, yeah. Wait, wasn't that 20? Yeah, that was 23. Yeah. Okay, so good. So that actually goes here. I thought for a minute it might have been 22. Um, okay. So I have like three really short ones for 23. So Afterlife was um, much... No one really seemed to like this house. No. Um, <laughs> Very well known as one of the worst ever. Yes. So my research, I was like, well, let's just keep the name and throw the rest of it out. Perfect. Did concept. <laughs> I wish I could do that with myself. Make it an ultraviolet comics. Let's make it a noir comic where a 1920s serial killer gets electric chaired. Ooh, okay. And make I'm, it a yeah, noir. I love it. That's my concept. Um, I love that. <laughs> for that one. I would love it to be a black and white house with pops of blues and greens. Yes, get in there. That would be really cool. Um, and keep it keep it on the ultraviolet comics label, but make it like a comic booky house that isn't 3D. Cause that didn't work the first time. Yeah. Um, and then my other one is Nuke Vegas, but make it the Lady Luck house that should have happened. Ooh, plot twist. Me talking about Lady Luck. Whatever. <laughs> so uh through one of her, her turns of events, Lady Luck has taken over a Vegas casino and it's very wretched. So it's it's very decadent but very like wretched. I like that. And again, and she has like, insane traps. It's like, kind of like saw esque traps. Yeah. It kind of gains chance. Um that uh correlate with like kind of that theming, that Vegas uh chintzy kind of thing. Oh, and I uh, see evil showgirls killing someone. Uh I, yes. yes. <laughs> and it will the finale room would be Lady Luck at her wheel. And I think Yeah, I had a really hard time uh picking content from 23. So those are like my two like kind of mini ideas for that. I like it. Those were Yeah, great. me too. And they were both like 3D houses too. Like they were both like very like colorful. Yeah. Well, we like a bright. I mean like like we're we've been missing bright in just life in like recent years. Yeah. So I think we need some some brightness all up in here. And if we have to get that in a haunted house, but the, by golly, we're gonna. It's oh gonna yeah. Happen. Okay, is it is it my turn? I, I believe so. Okay. I, mm, debating which one. Okay, I think I'll do this one next. Um so this is uh, another one I'm doing from HHN25, uh, which is Run. Uh, in case anyone is unfamiliar with the Run series, it is about a uh, game show where the goal is to kill people. And the more people you kill, the higher the points. Pretty basic idea. Um, 
<clears throat> I thought it would be fun to sort of update that idea. The most recent one, the one from 25, was set in the 80s, which was a big precursor for HHN 28. Uh, but anyways, so this would be run end of line. Uh, which is directly stolen from Tron. Absolutely no shame. I stole that from Tron. <laughs> this whole house, I'll, I'll just get to it. The popular television game show has evolved into the modern age. Contestants enter a futuristic arcade and are transported to the digital world of Run, where they rack up points by killing their victims as creatively as possible. Neon lights illuminate splatters of blood on the pixelated environment of Run. Robots, lasers, space invaders, and all other manner of video game peril await the victims of this twisted game. And if you die in the game, you die in real life. So. I thought you were going to say, if you die in the game, then you die in for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally going to leave. Um, yeah. have it. Tron? Uh, yeah, so very. Tron. Tron. <laughs> anyways um <laughs> i've so always hard. i've always liked the idea of having a house with an arcade in it which we got a little taste of in um slaughter cinema but i would love to see a more fleshed out like flynn's arcade style um and then yeah you get transported into like a tron ish environment grids and neon and black light and um video game inspired attacks and characters you know maybe not anything directly lifted ip based but you know things that look like video game things um you actually might get a taste of that in stranger things too because there's a big arcade scene or two yeah well that makes me excited but do they go into the video game no okay well do you remember do you remember spy kids 3 Hell yeah! This is the scary Spy Kids 3. <laughs> this is why I... No, I really love that idea. And it it still allows for, like, the fun, like, weird characters in the house. Right. Yeah, that was... Right. Run had a really... It wasn't super high, ridiculous campiness. It wasn't, like, Killer Clowns level. But there was a great tongue-in-cheek element to it. And having all the different countries represented, you know, you had a lot of, like... In- recognizable like visual stereotypes and i feel like yeah. it's sort of the same with video games um, hmm. especially with older video games you know i'm talking pixelated like arcade cabinet type video games and tronish looking fun. stuff and i just feel like i feel like that's a popular aesthetic and anything throwback is popular and uh i've never seen horror nights tackle video games in a non-ip way uh and the only video games they've adapted were movies so yeah it was resident evil and silent yeah. Hill, pretty much it so I would I would really like to see them tackle the idea of video games, if not specifically a video game. And I feel like Run is a good way to encompass that because it's already a game. Yeah, that would work really well, I think. Thank you. Um, and actually, like, I had um, Saws and Steam as one of my alternates because it was as close to a Bioshock house as we've ever gotten. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's about as good as a video game house has ever been, and it wasn't even a fucking video game, so. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. Yeah. Connie, what you got? All right. I'm going back. To, I've been, like, a year behind Randy and... Uh, 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 I'm jumping all uh, over the place, so. Yeah. But it's fun. It's, like, a fun... We, we're we like confetti. You don't know what color you're going to get, and sometimes it just blasts straight into your face. No, I love it. We've had some really out-of-left-field things, which is what I wanted, so. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This has been really good so far. So, I'm going back to HHN 22. 
2012. And I also had a little requel for Gothic, um, which I'm actually going to read the, 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 like, on the map description of Gothic because you'll need it in your head when I tell you the sequel idea. Well, requel. Anyway. Uh, the Cathedral de Gementum Animus is, by day, undergoing a building-wide architectural refurbishment. By night, the many stone gargoyles that keep watchful eye over the sanctuary come to life with the mission of protecting this sacred place against intrusion. That's the original. That's OG Gothic. Love it. Um, I'm going to rename OG Gothic. You really oh, went for it on that accent. I really appreciated it. Thank you. I've been practicing all day. Animus. So... This this my recall idea for this is gonna come this is coming in by the way sorry uh, Mike Aiello and the entire creative team at Universal Studios Orlando uh, this is coming to HHN twenty nine it's called <laughs> American Gothic <laughs> <laughs> okay okay please continue. <laughs> Wealthy American Grant Carrington recently bought a Catholic cathedral, the Cathedral wow. del Gementum Animus, and had it shipped to America and rebuilt atop his personal skyscraper. Ha! You caught me. What the fuck is going on? It's the gargoyles cartoon, The House. Only these gargoyles aren't so nice, and they're not happy with being ripped from their homeland. They're out for blood. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you y'all watch the Gargoyles cartoon, right? Of course, I love it. I this have is... only seen a few episodes, so oh, I don't know. Well, the plot of that is like Gargoyles on top of a castle in Scotland. This, the castle is moved to America and rebuilt atop a skyscraper. That was the part that confused me, but now that I know that's from a TV show, I'm a little bit more accepting of that. <laughs> My only problem with this idea is that American Gothic is the name of a painting that's about I was ready for a sequel to Scarecrow with those people in it, with those people Here's in the where you're both wrong. There was a scare zone called American Gothic at one of the event years, and it was like you're right hosted by Lizzie Borden. Oh shit. <laughs> We're with all callbacks. Tri wow. Triple combo. We're gonna have a gargoyle inspired <laughs> scarecrow with Lizzie Borden. Lizzie Borden controls the gargoyles with her mind. Oh my god. <laughs> We've really gone off the rails now. I, I still love it. <laughs> I still was, love it. Uh, you know what? I like your idea, Connie. <laughs> Thank you. I promise the next one is an actual concept. It's good. Okay. All right, oh, round five. This is our final round. Shit. Okay, so my last one is from HHN 24. And um, it is Roanoke. Excellent uh, yes. choice. Meat. <laughs> Gotta get yeah. that. No, I actually liked the original Roanoke. Um, Me too. Fun and, and stuff. And I would love that there was a Wendigo. And I want oh. I want more of that Wendigo boy. So here's my, my weird concept. So this is Roanoke Revenge of the Wendigo. Nice. Uh, excuse um, me, I have to I have to interject. I'm getting a copyright claim email from Shelby Denham. <laughs> uh, she's saying you can't talk about this. I'm just kidding, but <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm I'm literally gonna be like I'm gonna just gonna plug Shelby's Wendigos after this. Is the house um, gonna be called Wendigots? <laughs> 
<laughs> Only yeah. if he designs it. It'll be the Shelby Denim House for real. So, Roanoke Revenge of the Wendigo. The mighty and mysterious Wendigo has harnessed the spirits of dead settlers to bring it fresh meat. Yep. And the abandoned Roanoke settlement now only holds danger, dark magic, and savage infighting. And I imagine, like, the Wendigo has, like, a mark on it, all of the ghosts that it possesses. It's, like, this black sap that, like, leaks out of, like, all of their, like, eyes and noses and stuff. Ooh, I love that. So it's a very sticky house. Connie, this is the Billie Eilish house. That black sap. <laughs> yes, it is. So, um... The Wendigo's sap-like black mark becomes the kiss of death in this sequel to the Roanoke Cannibal Colony. So it's like the ghost of the settlers, and they're getting you. I did a you house. Yay! And um, and everyone's got like gross, sticky black stuff running out of their eyeballs and, and their noses and their mouths, and they're very scary. And there's like multiple Wendigo appearances because I really like that boy. So yeah. that's my Wendigo concept. I love that. I love it. That's fantastic. He just wants a meal. He wants dinner. I understood. <laughs> I okay. so so. When are you gonna? When can we get that though? Well, I'm right next door to Gargoyles, the TV show um, <laughs> led by telepathic Lizzie Borden. <laughs> tent one and tent two, right there. <laughs> yeah, the, the barbecued people smell into the into the. TV. Uh-huh. Yes. We can get that in there. I miss the bacon smell. Alrighty. Is it my turn again? Sure is. Okay. I just always want to make sure you're done, you know? Okay, so mine uh, that I'm about to do is also from HHN24. This is my personal favorite concept I came up with, and potentially the dumbest. Uh, (laughs) So we That's a trend! (laughs) Yeah, um... Uh, so we know giggles and gore. Evil clowns are not born. They are made. Uh, my requel is giggles and core. Swole clowns are not born. They work out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my, my description is pretty short, but then I have a lot of bullet points underneath of things I want to see in it. Uh, enter giggles gym for a workout you'll never forget. You think CrossFit hurts? You haven't been to giggles yet. Uh, and I'm thinking big comedy gore house. It's set in a gym. It's very vibrant and colorful. Evil clowns killing with gym equipment, smashing heads with weights, body parts in the lockers, a sauna full of sexy clowns in swimsuits, people getting their heads crushed under ellipticals, you know. Hell yeah. Gym stuff. Like, I, there's a really hilarious 80s horror movie called Killer Workout. It was featured on one of my favorite yeah. YouTube shows. And, uh, the idea of a horror movie set in a gym is funny and this movie sucked and it didn't do any of the funny things that they could have done. Um, and I think mixing it with clowns would be even better. Like I'm just envisioning like, um, you know, like a, like a Richard Simmons style, like, and one and two, but they're like evil clowns and they're like ripping people apart. Like, ripping oh my God. And one and two. And, I like, love you it. Know, thank you. Really, like really silly, like really silly stuff. But uh, I think it would be fantastic. I actually um, really love that and think it actually, like, honest to God, could be, like, so fun. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think. I had a whole bunch of other ideas, and I didn't write them all down, because I thought I'd remember them, of course. But, you know, you're getting, I mean, I'm thinking, like, tall socks, short shorts, rainbow afros. Um, 
rainbow yeah. short shorts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's so many different oh types of, of workout word, equipment. The word gore in glitter on the butt of their oh. shorts. <gasps> I want Give those. It. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't go to Hobby Lobby. They're homophobic. Um, yeah, but they have craft supplies and sometimes sometimes you have to commit a sin to get what you need. That's true. Um, no, I really love that. Have you seen Death Spa? I've heard of Death Spa, but I haven't seen it. It is a very similar concept. Okay, cool. Well, people die in the gym. But-, <laughs> but yeah, and it's it's pretty bad too. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I wanted to do um, a Giggles and Gore sequel because I think Giggles and Gore is a really unique idea for a house. And I, I like the idea of creating, you know, like like a like a program that turns someone into a scary evil clown. And what if instead of it being like a surgery factory, it was a gym? And it's just it's just like a continuous loop of a um now you're a fork in the garbage disposal. (laughs) (laughs) I do motion with my hands, but no, it's in my my room with me. I would also love to see uh, really tall clowns playing basketball with a human head. Oh yes. So yeah, lots lots of options there. I feel like that, and I because I struggled because I looked at giggles and gore, and I was like, you know, I don't really like clowns. This isn't really like this one's one of my favorite. It's a creative take on doing clowns. Yeah, mm. I love I love clown aesthetic, and this came. Do you know how this came? I knew it had to be giggles and something that rhymed with gore. So I just kind of went down the list in my head, and I was like, sure, bore, lore. I thought giggles and lore, and it would be like like a Lord of the Rings with clowns parody. Oh, um, that was one of my other ideas. I'm so sorry that I I axed Lord of the Rings clowns. Um, that would have been really funny. I know, but we went with clowns at a gym instead. So yeah, that's mine. That's really Connie, are you ready? I am ready. Alrighty. Okay. I also did La Llorona, and uh, I've been looking at it all day. And I I knew for years that the two L's in Spanish words uh, make a Y sound, but mm-hmm. no one pronounces it that way. Yeah. Um, sorry. In the community, but that's I'm going to try and pronounce it that way because I will speak more in Spanish, and. Uh, I feel like I gotta gotta do Miss Baker right. She's my Spanish teacher. Yeah, we know. Miss, well, I know who Miss Baker is. I don't know why. <laughs> <said we. laughs> so, um, again, I'm gonna start with the the on the map description of the the original La Llorona house from HHN23. She's known as the Weeping Woman. Her legend is one of tragedy and of murder. She she drowned her children in the cold, watery depths and now torments all who hear her with icy, mournful cries. Forced to walk the earth fraternity, she seeks others to share her pain and suffering now and forever. So I'm gonna gonna take that, take that idea, take Lara Yarona and just put put her on her head. And my house, my requel is Los Hijos de la Llorona. The children of the weeping woman. Ooh. We've heard the cries of La Llorona, the weeping woman. She longs for the children that she herself drowned and calls out for more children to take their places. But it's not just La Llorona you should be scared of. Her children, both birthed from her and stolen by her in the night, want their own revenge. So take care walking down the dusty streets after dark because the children dripping with the river water they were drowned in are coming too. Mothers, beware. Ooh. Your kids we, are have, we have two houses of creepy r- uprising children. It's because and that's why we have kids working here. Love it. 
love it. That's a great idea. Thank you. I was just thinking like, you know, like we're all like boo-hoo, la llorona. She killed her own kids. She's not. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Yeah, the kids want some revenge too, probably. Yeah, we've all seen the woman in black purely because Daniel Radcliffe was in it. Yeah, yeah. I saw the stage <laughs> version. Purely because Daniel Radcliffe was in uh, it. I know. My friend Zach was in it though. Oh, Zach? He was yeah, he carried the show. So that show is like almost a one-man show. And he, he delivered like an hour's worth of dialogue alone on stage and it was incredible and riveting. He's a great actor. Should have seen that. I like that guy. You should have. Although I think that was when I was a senior and you'd already moved to USF and it was in Ocala. So uh, man, space Glad. is hard. Anyways, but yes, yes, I love that idea. I think that's very spooky. Yeah, I I'm totally down for that because I also like really love La Llorona like it's such a good house it just yeah. works so well with it beautiful house so much pretty stuff so much opportunity for pretty scenery with creepy people in it which is and really all you need there's a new movie coming out called La Llorona you're right it's fresh in people's minds yeah, Ooh, yeah. I hope we if the movie's good I, I hope it comes to the event maybe me too. I'm really sad that I missed the, uh, the first one. So, yeah, it's also a- one of the most well-documented houses in HHN history. Like, I feel like anyone who got into HHN through like YouTube videos always mentions Hollywood because there's so many videos of it. Yeah, a lot of them are from Hollywood, though. Most of the ones that have like a billion views are from Hollywood. Although I will say, Hollywood's was pretty good the second time around. It was, yeah, I really. Liked it was it. so good. It took him two tries to get it right. <laughs> anyway now that i've sufficiently shit on hollywood for the night let's wrap yeah, we really didn't up. shit on hollywood much at all tonight but that was good but that was good. Card. there wasn't a there wasn't a whole lot to because we were talking about the, the glories of orlando instead yeah. <laughs> but it's just like every time we talked about um one of our requel ideas we're just like take that hollywood yeah like my dick murdy Oh my god, that was very direct. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, John, I'm just kidding. We've all been fired. We're all none of us work there, but we are already fired from Hollywood. I'm a girl with boyish attitude. I just assist you know. immediately. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit this later. <laughs> I don't know how video from this live broadcast. Hey, you can do that. It's just not possible. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. You know what? I'm sure he's heard a lot worse from some of the nasty little 15-year-old fanboys at HHN Hollywood. That's the, that's the beans. Anyway. Beans. Um, I'll go it. ahead and start beans. with plugs. You can find me at LuckBealady21 on Twitter. Um, I post mostly about Horror Nights. Most of the time, sometimes I tweet about the good Monday I'm having. Um, yeah. uh, Monday. And my, my recommendation for the week is, uh, oh god, I had a really good one and I forgot what it was. Oh no. Um I'm gonna say um I don't know, Enter the Dragon is on Netflix. You should go watch that. Ooh. Go go old school, get some get some good martial arts movies in your life. Oh yeah. Um, if it's not the foul fists of Dr. Faustus, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't know. Was the original one, was it? Hmm. I, someone go oh okay well you can find me at Mel's Diane with two L's on Twitter um, unlike Randy I don't just tweet about Horror Nights I also sometimes tweet about my own life and I'm really sorry for that uh, I just really need an outlet man I'm kind of lonely sometimes 
no, but I, I do tweet a lot about theme parks and theme parks movies, that kind of thing. Um, recommendation. I didn't think about this. Ahead of oh, time. I got it. Oh, go for it before you forget. Um, there's a really cool podcast called Switchblade Sisters. Yes. And it's about women filmmakers discussing their favorite cult and exploitation movies. I just listened to um, somebody talk about Basket Case on there that was really good. Oh, yes. It's a really fun podcast that both talks about fun culty movies that maybe don't get discussed on a lot of podcasts. And also uh, learning your craft and uh, being a woman filmmaker and stuff. It's very our brand. I really love it. Yeah. Okay. I, I love that. Cool. I love to listen. That's good. Um, my recommendation is uh, a movie that I had seen pieces of when it aired on TV a long time ago when I was young and never had watched in its entirety until this week, and that is Return of the Living Dead from 1986. Mm. Uh, it, is, it immediately skyrocketed into my top ten horror films of all time upon watching it, and I'd say that's some pretty hefty praise. It is the perfect blend of 80s gore comedy, and it's just... In my opinion, the definitive zombie movie. There is no zombie movie I've ever enjoyed as much as that one. Great, great stuff. Really enjoyable. It's punks, punk rockers in the zombie apocalypse and in a funeral home. Uh, <laughs> these are all of my things. So, 10 out of 10. Highly recommend that movie if you haven't seen it before. It is prime HHN material. And if we've had something as obscure as Killer Clowns, I think we're going to get something like Return of the Living Dead soon. So, we can only hope. That's yeah. the beans. That's the beans. Um, me? Me turn? Yeah. Sure. Yes. Connie turn? Okay. Turn. Hey, everybody. Y'all can find me over at uh, Conla Con, Con on Instagram or at Connie Wayne. That's C-O-N-N-I-W-A-Y-N-E here on the Twitter. I mostly just retweet videos about Capybaras. Um, uh, <laughs> that might be an exaggeration a little bit. <laughs> They're just so cute. I love them. They're the biggest guinea pigs in the world. Do you yeah. follow the account, uh, the Japanese account, where it's just them in hot springs? Yes, uh, I do. Yes, they're so I good. Love them so much. Oh, and, and uh, while, I'm, while, while I've got everybody, I'll plug Darcy, who is absent tonight. You can oh, find yes. her at Torch the Bats on Twitter and Instagram. And her photography blog is at Shoot the Bats. If you love Nemo the musical, you'll definitely want to check out her photography. She's doing a really amazing job with a really hard to shoot uh, show. <laughs> Yeah, sleeping with the fishes, and I don't mean that sexually. I was trying to make a death pun, but that came out wrong. I'm, I'm yeah. so sorry. She's not sleeping with any of those fishes. Uh, no, um, but she's shooting the fishes. Oh god! No, okay. Not like violent. Oh, like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. Just, you know all those like like pictures of drag queens that are photoshopped to have them holding a gun. <laughs> yes. you know what I'm talking about Photoshop Darcy like like a happy smiling picture where she's holding a gun and it's pointed right at Crush no <laughs> Crush is even a fish Let okay. you shut up Connie what's your recommendation for the week my recommendation is Russian Doll on Netflix. It's literally only four hours long. Each episode is only 25 minutes. You can sit down and watch it all in one sitting, which is what I did on accident. I, I My friend saw my Twitter, and she texted me. She said, Connie, help. I went to put Russian Doll on just for something to put on while I'm doing my laundry. And next thing I know, it was one in the morning. And I was like, bitch, me too. Go <laughs> fucking watch it. It's so good. It makes my heart feel emotions. Don't know what, what emotions. Watch it. Um watch watch it i think i'll watch it tonight please do i need someone to talk to about it my mom won't watch it because she's trying to watch it with a friend <laughs> robin get on it oh, robin <laughs> okay 
I think that about wraps it up for us. Um, thank you so much to everyone who tuned in. We actually had a lot of live listeners this time, which was really fun. Ooh, thanks, guys. Uh, guys y'all great. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, like, like we mentioned before, we actually have a ton of ideas for off-season content this year. So yes. hopefully we'll come back with some more soon. I know we all are, like, really anxious to keep doing this. So Not to, not to spoil anything, but I'm very idea of a whole episode dedicated to HHN ASMR. Yeah, we're just going to make nice sounds. I mean both talking about HHN and ASMR voices exclusively. Um, I think of Extinction House. (laughs) So I think it would be hilarious. Yeah, so talking about our favorite ASMR sounds, talking in ASMR, and I even have some with me. I could do some some tapping, you know, like I could tap my amulet of fear with my nails. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a pickle. That's like seeds of extinction because it's green. <laughs> we're gonna do. We're gonna make some crunchy uh, HHN slime. Ooh, I'm gonna just pour water all over my laptop <laughs> for the for the line. Yeah. All right, we gotta stop. All right, everybody. Anyways, we have a lot of ideas. Keep in touch. Follow us at uh, Mayhem Podcast. Yeah, and Mayhem underscore Podcast underscore podcast find us we live tweet everything yeah we do all right that wraps it up thank you so much kids we'll see you next time